0: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. brought to you
1: by Digitex, office equipment solutions North America-wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X.ca on Oilers Radio, 630
0: Chad. Captain Stephen Stamkos, it is my honor to present you with the Stanley Cup. Well, they were the best team. They won. They got a lot of advantages. And some would say the way the league is set up doesn't necessarily favor those who give the most. You know, we do have a thing called revenue sharing. Bob Stoffer with you. Guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply serving a night in the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. In this uh, last uh, week or so, Jerry Johansson and Duncan Keith have communicated a desire with the Chicago Blackhawks. And Kevin Weeks, our next guest, is former agent. Actually, I think he's still quite tight with him. He might still be representing Kevin. Uh, Paul Theofanas representing Vladimir Tarasenko, informing the Blues of a request for a trade. Courtesy of Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical, prefabrication, and solar, we welcome back to the show. Last week was Canada Day. We didn't have him on. Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network. Kevin, how you doing?
1: Great, man. How's everybody doing out there? With the yeah.
0: What's the Are you still in Tampa or are you back in New York?
1: No, at home in uh, in New York.
0: In New York, okay. Uh, well, first things first, did the best team win? The best team won, no question. Tampa's uh, absolutely stacked,
1: stacked, stacked, stacked. They've got, you know, by way of position, they've had the best goalie on the planet, and Andre Vasilevsky, who I think has an opportunity, you know, health willing for him to be, a top-five, top-ten goalie of all time on the trajectory that he's on right now, and I don't say that lightly. You also have Victor Hedman, who is the best all-around defenseman in the league, for sure. And then, uh, you know, you you go to Kucherov, who didn't even play all regular season and led the playoffs in points. And by the way, he's he's only the third NHL player behind Gretz and Merrill Lemieux, to record back-to-back 30-point seasons in the Stanley Cup playoffs in in successive years. I mean, that's that's unheard of. And then you start filling out the pieces. Braden Point from out west, who's amazing, one of the top players in the league. You start going around the horn. Amazing ownership in Mr. Vinick. A diverse team, open-minded organization. They're, They're amazing at what they do. And you know, congrats to Montreal on what was an awesome run under crazy circumstances, especially back home in Canada, as we talked about before with a lot of the restrictions and lack of availability for ice and gyms and everything else for players when this is their job. They came through a lot of adversity in Montreal to get to where they did. But Tampa, they did Tampa in their own way, but Tampa's the, the superior club for sure.
0: Yeah, they're the better team. They're a deeper team. Uh, we knew that going in. They got a lot of advantages, including state tax. It comes in to keep numbers down for similar players. It provides them a little bit more cap flexibility as well, Kevin. Uh, they are going to mm-hmm. lose, but they are going to lose a bunch of players. So I'm going to ask you, uh, do you see them re-signing David Savard? I see
1: them making an attempt at re-signing David Savard. I mean, I don't know that the need is necessarily there, especially with the emergence of Chernack For yeah. sure, but uh, I could see uh, I could see them wanting to re-sign him. But a lot of that will certainly come down to to dollars available
0: for them. Any chance they expose McDonough and just leave him? Because uh, I know there's been a suggestion. I'll credit the source. Jason Greger uh, has suggested yeah. uh, in, in some of his work on Oilers Station and things like that, that uh, he thinks that they might expose McDonough. Do you think that's a possibility? I don't think they do.
1: I think they, they make a deal. They probably cut a deal with uh, with Seattle and Ronnie, Ronnie Francis, my former teammate, their GM. Maybe yeah. they cut a deal to not take him. That, that's my thought. I think he's too important. Ryan McDonough led the postseason in plus-minus. I got a chance to see him up close here in New York a lot, when he was with the Rangers. Brian Lawton and I talked about this last night on the post game show on the NHL Network. Like, it, it, It's a head scratcher that the Rangers and some people in the organization at the time thought that he was soft. It's such a bad assessment. They were so off in their evaluation of him as a player. They thought he was soft, that he wasn't competitive, and they wanted him out of there even though he was a captain, and they traded him, and in hindsight, for him, it's the best thing that could have happened to him because now he's a two-time Stanley Cup champ. He's playing in an amazing place to, to play. I played there, live. As you said, no state tax. Your body feels good every day, and he's got his cup. He's got his two cups, excuse me, uh, in back-to-back years and a repeat. So that that was awful by the Rangers. But I, I could certainly see Tampa trying to engineer some type of a trade with uh, with Seattle to not take him.
0: So, like, Tyler Johnson and Platt, some combination like that, maybe?
1: Yeah, some combination like that. I could see Tyler Johnson being available. And let's give Tyler Johnson a lot of credit, man, for what he, was, what he was able to overcome, being one of the original triplets, battling some injuries. He's an undrafted guy. He's had a great run in Tampa to this point. Should that have been a swan song last night there, which I think it might have been. But also, too, from speaking to people in their group, but he didn't put his head down, even though he's disappointed. And, of course, all players that are hungry want more ice time. But he didn't put his head down. He didn't really whine. He or sorry, He just got after it. Great exemplary work ethic, even though he was down on the fourth line. Chipped in, played exceptionally well for them. And let's not forget, he played in the dub. He played in Spokane. And now with Seattle coming in, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised that I'm going to be hosting or a part of that expansion draft coverage on ESPN uh, for, with Seattle. So I'm, I'm looking forward. Maybe maybe he's one of the names that I'll be announcing there. Who knows?
0: Well, the, the general consensus, Kevin, they're at about $86 million right now. And the general consensus is they're not going to be able to re-sign Savard or Coleman or Goodrow. And they're also going to lose three of the following four players, Johnson, Palat, uh, Kalorn. Or Gord. And based on what I saw in the playoffs this year, with all due respect to Clord, I don't know how they let Gord go. I, I mean, I couldn't st- awesome. If you're not a, you know, if you're not a fan of Tampa Bay, if you like Montreal, you're sitting there watching Gord going, that guy would have had the living blank kicked out of him. 20 years ago in the league for runner but that's the sort of player that survives today because that's the direction the league has gone he's an incredibly effective player and he can play but he plays right okay. on well, right on that edge right so i don't see them losing him but they're gonna lose six guys still i got other guys coming they're 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 still gonna have a really good team for a number of years
1: oh yeah the their game. pipeline stacks yep their pipeline is absolutely spot on there their spot They're, they're listen make no mistake about this too their third line was the best line in the Stanley Cup final, period. Gord, Goudreau, Blake Coleman, hands down. Yep. And if I were a GM, if I'm running a club, I would be trying to I'd be trying to get at least two of those guys, Goudreau and Coleman, I'd be trying to get
0: Uh, there's no question they're pretty good players let me ask you this uh we've so chicago won three cups in five years since 2010 kings won in 12 and 14 boring tough hard nose physical relentless hockey uh and then pittsburgh won back to back and now tampa bay's won back to back in your opinion who is the best team of those four teams
1: I have to say, when it's all said and done, I would roll with Tampa up against Pittsburgh. Even though Pittsburgh has Sid Geno and, uh, and Chris Letang, Flower slash Matt Murray, I would roll with Tampa. Okay. And, and I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to tell you why. Tampa can really play the game any way you want it. Pittsburgh outskilled and outworked you to death. And in the case of L.A., they outgrinded you, out-defended you, and were more physical. But when it all comes down to all those elements, this Tampa team is special. And look, you know, you know a thing or two about great goalies in Edmonton. We've talked about this on the show a lot of times. The great Grant Your Billy Ranford, I can go on and on, right? But what Andre Vasilevsky's done in five straight elimination games in series, by way of a shutout. 120 shots faced, 120 shots stopped. That's that's inhumane. That, that's like superhuman, I want to say. Like, that, that's video game level greatness right there. And look, I played against, Jersey was my idol growing up. I played against all my idols. Everybody that was on the walls of my parents' house, my hockey cards, my posters, Patrick Waugh, Hashik, all of them, amazing. All among the best that ever done it. Marty, I played with Marty. All of them. I can name all of them. Roberto Luongo. I played with all of them. Like, amazing. Andre Vasilevsky is in that group right now, and he'll only continue to climb. To climb. Excuse me. That's how great he's been.
0: Did you see the photo after that's out there right now of Vasilevsky yeah. and Carey, Carey Price, and it looks like Vasilevsky's got Patrick Waugh's gear on from 1996? Like yeah, <laughs> maybe it's a deceiving photo, but yeah, is it, it is. It, it, it made me chuckle when I saw that. That was uh, pretty Yeah,
1: it's a, it's a deceiving photo. And listen, both of those guys are very big men. And, and a lot of them, you hear me talk about how big Vasilevsky is. Carey Price is a big stay-at-home defenseman that happens to play goalie. But i got to tell you, I've seen both of them up close. And Price has really, really slimmed down a lot. Yeah. So that's a big part of it. But here's something for context for a lot of the listeners. If you remember the great Eric Lindros... And I know him well because I played with his brother Brett growing up in Tier 2 and stuff and obviously playing against them both and what have yeah, you from Toronto, no, whatever.
0: You know you're on with the radio host in Western Canada that liked Eric Lindros the most, of anybody. Oh, I, love, I, I didn't know that. I, I love the I, I I've love, had this. I've had this argument with some of the greatest Oilers of all time because, you know, Eric ultimately never... Eric Lindros was the best player in the NHL from about 1992, from the moment he came into the league until about... I'm getting goosebumps. I I don't care what anybody says. He was the best. I'm with you. He's the best player in the league for like five or six years. I'm with you. Let
1: me tell you, I used to go to Oshawa Old Civic Center, old school OHL, not the new building, the GM building, whatever it is now. The old school Oshawa Civic Center with my dad up Highway 401, about 20 minutes from our house in Scarborough up to Oshawa on Sunday nights when I wasn't playing. And I was soaking that atmosphere. I've never seen anything like what I saw from the Big and Junior. Never. Never. I'm talking like, and this guy was like that at 15, 16. He was 16 then playing in Oshawa. I remember going to the Memorial Cup final with my dad in Hamilton, 1990. Remember, they played against Kitchener Rangers. They won that one. Yep. And it wasn't even like watching him play. They had great Freddie B. My Freddie Brathwaite was kicking in the net for them different players. Bill Armstrong, who's now the... uh, He scored the the winning goal. He scored the the game winning goal. Yep. Right, and that that point shot, right? You remember that?
0: Yep. And we're
1: in the building, in addition to going to the Sunday nights in Oshawa, I've never seen anybody like the Big E, but here's why I'm going to throw a wrench at all the listeners. Andre Vasilevsky is built like Eric Lindros was built. Really? He wears Eric Lindros' number, and he happens to play goalie. That's how scary it is. That's that's why when I tell you this guy's a unicorn, wide V-back, broad shoulders, huge quads, eight-pack abs, and looks like the Big E did when he was in his peak fitness. Where's the Big E's number but just happens to be a goalie? I, I've never seen anything like it.
0: Kevin, in, 19- in, that respect. in 1991, there were exhibition games for the Canada Cup mm-hmm. in Saskatoon. Okay. Right. And, and I ended yep. up doing play by play for a guy named, uh, a company called Melon Sports out of Toronto. They, they got the mm-hmm. rights to these pre-tournament games. And I just right. come back from trip. This is, you know, I was 190 pounds at the time. Okay. And right. I, and yeah. I was, I was as was good shape then too. Pretty, pretty yeah. good shape. And I was tan and I'm sitting and the media room was at ice level. And Eric yep. Lindros, Eric Lindros came in to stretch. And the other media guys they're built like me now like you know what I mean they were right, like right. yeah well there's some guys that are in shape like príncipe but there's some you know there were some heavy right. set boys back then and Eric right. comes in and I look at him and he goes are you a media guy and I'm like well sort of I'm sort of pretend <laughs> you know part-time and sure, he, sure. Didn't, he didn't ever like and he didn't have a shirt on and I'm like who has a body like that at 18. Like it was, yep. ridi- it like, dude, it was the ridi- He was a Greek god. It was re- t- and he was six four. Like it wasn't like he yep. was a five foot ten, five foot eleven Rambo S type body. This guy was right. a tank. And oh, it was, he was a unit. Oh man, it was it was, he was, it was a fun. unit. He was a and unit, the, but that's I'm telling you, that's the way Vasilevsky's built. I'm telling
1: you, if you ask anybody in Tampa. Look at the post yesterday with Patty Maroon. When Pat Maroon was talking, and he was talking about uh, about Vassie, he he's like, "Oh, I mean, this—we—we it, we never. I mean, like this guy, the, the work, the, what he puts in, like it's—it's it's a whole different level.
0: Yeah, well, like uh, it
1: literally is a whole different level. And ask your people around, though. That guy is stacked,
0: man. Well. And they stepped up and they put a first round draft choice in on them. The four teams that ended up in the final, you know, the conference finals all had first round draft choices. We've just, we had uh, Sebastian coast on the show, Kevin, a couple days ago. He's six foot yeah. six and a half. Uh, and Mm -hmm. I know that some of the kids that played against him this year in the Alberta division said he was the toughest guy on the the Oil Kings team, so that kind of made me chuckle a bit. All right, so there you go. You broke it down for us. Now let's get to the fun stuff. Uh, Last Mm -hmm. time we talked to you, you were meeting Paul Theofanis downtown for lunch in New York City. (laughs) Yeah. You know where we're going next. Yeah, Yeah, take your time. Go ahead. Oh, well, tell us what's going on with Vladimir Tarasenko.
1: I mean, listen, Jeremy Rutherford from The Athletic has, has put out a piece on it. He's, he's got a lot of good background on it. He's been very objective. Look, I think when it's all said and done for Tarasenko, this is a guy that has often been maligned in St. Louis over the years, especially earlier in his career. And Chief out of Kalahoo, Alberta, that is Craig Berube, who's done a real excellent job as their head coach and helped lead them to the Stanley Cup. Win a couple of years ago, Chief got the most out of Tarasenko, and he's probably been able to to really have Tarasenko play at his peak. He's been a big time goal scorer, a marksman, one shot shooter. Doesn't have to be a high volume shooter. One of the challenges now that's happened there is the mistrust between him and the organization around the shoulder surgeries. The team did three of his shoulder surgeries, and they. The first two times, it was pretty egregious in terms of the fact that they, they just didn't go well because the, the surgeries weren't successful. And and now it's gotten to the point to where it's just kind of frayed the relationship and, and a little bit of mistrust. So at this point, he's looking for a new opportunity. I mean, St. Louis is obviously a, a class franchise. I know Doug Armstrong well. He's excellent at what he does. We see him what he does for Team Canada international competition. They won the cup. They've got a really good group, as I talked about. Chief being their head coach, I think now for for Tarasenko, it's about a new opportunity in the marketplace, and and you know for them, they can move on. And it it, it went really well for as long as it did, but it kind of deteriorated the last couple seasons.
0: Two years left, seven point five million. Russian players love Florida, and they love New York. No question. Where do you where do you see the best fit for him?
1: I mean, I think. The Islanders could be an awesome fit because they need more goal-scoring punch. You know, you saw that. They need somebody that can bust the game open with one or two shots for sure, as much as I like their team. Islanders could be a really good fit for him. I mean, the Rangers obviously here in New York City could be a great fit for him as well for the same reason and a nice compliment to Panarin. I think that can work. You look at a team like Philly, I mean, it was just such a nosedive for them after what was an awesome year last year. There's a bunch of places, L.A. especially, because L.A. I don't think, L.A. is not going to wait very long on doing a full-scale rebuild. And knowing Todd McClellan, you should know Todd well, too. You know, <laughs> Todd likes to compete, and he and he got that group close this year. They had a nice year, and they have the most prospects of anybody in hockey. They have the deepest pantry and, and the, deep, the deepest cupboard with prospects. So I think L.A. could be a fit for him, too. But I do know for a fact, both through Paul, and uh, through speaking to other general managers, there are a lot of teams that are in on him right now.
0: Interesting stuff. Congratulations on your new gig with ESPN. It got made official over the course of the last two weeks. Are you continuing with the NHL Network as well, Kevin?
1: Thanks, Dolph. I'm going to start off. Uh, I'm going to start off with ESPN. You mentioned Seattle, so I'm going to be out there to work the expansion draft for ESPN and do some stuff for for the Kraken and ESPN on the 19th of this month through the 22nd. Okay. And then I fly back cross country back home here to Metro New York, and then I got to do the draft. And I'm only getting this in because you mentioned this. The draft will also be on ESPN and on Sportsnet back home in Canada. So I'll do the first day one of the draft. So your boy Kosa, I might very well see him.
0: Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna, see gonna him be get drafted. Him. You're gonna see yeah, him.
1: exactly. First round. So so I'm doing the first round, and then uh, after that, as far as NHL Network. We're just waiting on the finalization of the deal between the NHL and Major League Baseball to do some type of an extension between MLB okay. Network and the NHL Network. So that's See, all pending.
0: And you maybe you can explain to our listeners, the way it works is the NHL Network, which is not seen in Canada, uh, right. currently MLB Network, uh, They uh, what's it called? Is it called BAM, or what's it, what's it called again?
1: Yeah, so there's, no, you're right. So MLB Network, they have MLB Network, and our build, the NHL Network is inside Major League Baseball Network. They operate okay. it. Okay. And then the other arm is uh, BAM which is uh, baseball advanced media that does all the streaming. So they, they build apps. They do all the backdoor streaming on NHL.com, MLB.com, Disney Plus, uh, WWE Wrestling, Netflix. They're the, the back-end technology that's
0: probably the best in its class, really. Kevin, awesome stuff. We'll hook up next week, my man.
1: All right. Thanks so much, stuff. and thanks to all the fans out there in Bird. I hope to see you soon.
0: There you go. That is Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication seller, Rob Kinsey and the gang at Canadian Power Pack. You see their vehicles all over the city. We'll tell you that guests on the show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply saving a night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. When we come back, we'll get into the Oilers Now injury report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers as Brendan Escott will give us a bit of a post-series update on just who was banged up. All that and a couple texts coming up as well on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. This is Oilers Now. It's 1254 in Edmonton. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast.
1: Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your
0: podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. All right. Just because you can always use a chuckle and because we opened up with Beck's Loser. Bruce, actually, it's Curious Bruce has texted the show, and he knows that, uh, you know, you can always have fun poking a little bit of fun at Bob. So here you go. Hey, Bob, you truly amaze me with your mental fitness when you can pull events from the past up so quickly out of your mind, and physically you seem so out of shape, your mind and body don't seem to belong to each other. That one comes to us from Curious Bruce. I have a cousin named Bruce. Uh, no. No. Is it the same guy? I don't think so. He, my cousin Bruce is a nice guy. You uh, can text us at 780 496 Brian says, Lindros and his brother were dominant, but their heads kept on getting away because their heads were so big. Uh, now, one of the, I, I would say to you, the, the type of hits you could deliver back then, you had to have your head on the swivel. And Eric Lindros was so physically dominant, maybe he didn't always play. That I mean, he got multiple concussions. I think we have a different appreciation for the challenges of concussions today than we did back in the 90s. That's all there is to it. It doesn't matter. Lindros is a Hall of Fame player, great player. You can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. 496 Bob, Darren Drager said yesterday the orders might trade for Zach Hyman's rights. Do you see this happening? Uh, I don't know. I mean, today word came out that maybe uh, Drieser's rights would get traded. Not sure. I think if he goes to free agency, I could foresee a scenario where, I mean, that's the type of player that might make so – I think Zach Hyman might team Canada from the Olympics. Hopefully we play in the Olympics. Here we go. To so the Orders Now injury report brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law, Trent Brown, who uh, undoubtedly – is mourning the passing of his former teammate. I saw Morley Scott's tweet today. Uh, Michael Souls passing away, former McGill star, played for the Eskimos for seven seasons, uh, passed away after a battle uh, with ALS. Uh, anyhow, Trent Brown played for the Eskimos for a number of seasons, now the double-E football club. The James H. Brown injury lawyers are the heavy hitters of injury law. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com and here is Brendan Escott.
1: Well, Alex Kalorn had us all full. He had a broken fibula, but had a rod inserted and was attempting to make a return to the lineup if the time was right. Uh, a broken leg still was trying to play. Nikita Kucherov did, in fact, have a broken rib, suffered on that uh, Scott Mayfield cross-check in the uh, semifinal round. And Dominic Ducharme says that uh, Brendan Gallagher had a groin injury and more. We know that Shea Weber was playing with a couple of bad thumbs as well.
0: Uh, the Chisler, the voice from the past, is Texas show to say, love Weeksy, love all the tender talk. Uh, that's because the Chisler is a former goaltender himself. Uh, congrats to Lightly. Not trying to fray the relationship you have, but heard you, Bob, were voted best broad-shouldered, chiseled jawline, cut abs, buck-90 Greek god back in the day. You were a bust, uh, the game open player for the Southside Athletic Club. Is that not the truth? Uh, no, that was not the truth. I I know one time I I, I threatened to hammer a guy in another team one time in midget double A, and the guy looked at me and said, "I'm not fighting you not because I'm not scared of you, but because our team wants you on the ice because you suck." So uh, hey, you, you get what you give sometimes. That kind of it's the scenario that it works out with. If you go, if you're a big time golfer and I'm not, but if you're a big time golfer and you're looking for a great VIP golf trip, join New West Travel on a four day golf getaway. Spectacular mountains in Whistler. This package includes airfare and a private WestJet charter, complimentary open bar and meals, three nights in a deluxe suite hotel, four rounds of five star golfing in the coastal mountains, as well as a New West Travel golf tournament package with prizes. All transfers can book now, get a free upgrade and a one bedroom suite to book your tea time, reach out to newesttravel.com. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell back with John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.